0: My handle is Jonathan Blade. Welcome to my podcast. So I'm sure you're thinking, oh man, what is going on? You've already put up an episode this week. Uh, Well, I have the week off, and because of that I'd like to, as an experiment, put out as many episodes this week as possible, Uh, not all as polished as... Yesterday's episode because yesterday's episode was special. It was inspired by a bunch of things Tonight, I'll probably watch some of the Democratic National Convention, so I won't spend too much time on the microphone here But I'd like as a an experiment and for practice to put out as many episodes as I can This week this week that I have off today's topic is I don't know um Let's talk about Joel uh, if you are a gamer, then you're familiar with the character Joel from The Last of Us and The Last of Us 2. And before, I, I haven't sketched this out, so I don't know how this is going to go, but I will say that there's just going to be spoilers from Jump. They'll be spoilers. And I won't put the spoilers at the end, they'll just be spoilers. But if you've played either one of those games, you'll know that they're probably. Probably the best written representations of their media uh, to exist. Not only best written, best acted, best produced. Uh, The characters are good TV quality, movie quality characters. And because of that, we love these characters. But it becomes a problem in the same way that something that you may be more familiar with, which is um, uh, the the love that people have for the love that people have for Ben Solo, who's a villain, who has proven to be very popular because his actor, uh, Adam Driver, is a great actor. He's really a very good actor. And so he's created a compelling character. I wouldn't call Ben Solo likable. He's a villain, but uh, people love him because of his story with Rey. They see a redemption arc there for whatever reason not realizing that this man is uh, a greater agent of genocide than anyone that we've ever experienced in our human history and that problem to me is the same problem that we have concerning Joel because Joel is the POV character in the first game and we knew that he was a bad dude In a world full of bad dudes uh, everybody in the last of us universe has ptsd they're all damaged everybody's a badass everybody's damaged because the world is damaged and it's dog eat dog and the biggest dog in that world is joel joel's a monster and even if we understand why even if we sympathize with joel because we're playing from his point of view and the things that happen to him are awful joel is a monster and there's no redemption for Joel in that first story. That's not what The Last of Us is about. It's about somebody who is horribly damaged being taken advantage of functionally. We get to a place where we're like oh Joel is redeemed and then the story pulls the gacha and we see that Joel's not redeemed. Joel is insane and he is latched onto his ward because if you're not familiar with the story of The Last of Us it's a zombie apocalypse. There's a girl who enters the story who ultimately may be the cure for the zombie apocalypse because she's immune to whatever causes zombification. So Joel takes her across the country. And over the course of a year, he bonds with this girl because we find out at the beginning of the story, 20 years earlier, he lost his daughter at the beginning of the zombie apocalypse. She was murdered by the authorities. So Joel is insanely damaged. He does not want this charge because of how damaged he is. But he's given the charge because of how damaged he is. The person who, Marlene, who puts Ellie, the girl, in Joel's hands, knows that Joel will protect her because of the the specificity of his damage, which he found out from his brother Tommy. We meet later, and we meet in the next game. But the point is that Joel is kind of damaged beyond redemption. We find out kind of shadows of how horrible he's been in his lifetime, and he's done some awful things. He's killed people, he's probably eaten people. And by the end of the story where we're like, oh, this relationship with this this young girl who he's taken on as his daughter, which you feel a little discomfort from the girl, from Ellie, concerning? Like she sees Joel as, as family, but I don't feel like she sees him as her father, but Joel definitely sees Ellie as his surrogate daughter. And we feel that he may have found some redemption in his life, but when he arrives at his destination with Ellie, the hospital that is going to uh, use her to see if they can find a cure for zombification. And it's not—it they—it's not really zombification. It's uh, there's a fungus, uh, cordyceps. They exist in nature as well that make animals do things, uh, take over their bodies, and make them basically vehicles for for cordyceps spores to create more cordyceps vehicles. And so this. This kind of thing is taken to uh, its ultimate version, infecting human beings, doing that same kind of thing. Doesn't matter. They're zombies. But when he finds out at the end that they will have to kill Ellie to see if they can research and find a cure, and Ellie would 100% be down with this. She actually says to Joel several times that this journey has to mean something. Her life has to mean something. Because they do horrible things on the journey, and she's seen horrible things. That she'll do, whatever it takes. But he steals that choice from her because he is driven insane by the idea of losing Ellie. Not for Ellie's life, but for his peace of mind. He is pair bonded, like you know, pair bonded with like a in a father daughter situation. But he's bonded with this little girl, and in his mind, it's his daughter. You can tell by the way he acts and interacts. At the end of the game that that's what's happened and he murders somebody who has known Ellie longer and probably loves Ellie as much as he does just to, to stop this from happening and potentially doom all humanity. Joel's a madman and then he lies to Ellie about it because if it was for her he would tell her immediately but he lies to Ellie about it about the situation that happened. Joel's a villain like uh, somebody on Twitter the other day was talking about another character in that first game whose name is David. And David is perceived by many people who play that game as the worst person in the game because David is a hebophile. Hebophiles are. They're pedophiles, but they like pubescent girls, you know, that, that 12, 13 range. Hebophiles. David is a hebophile, which makes him a terrible person because he's do, he's does something he's into something that we can't understand and aren't into but david is also a leader of his community of cannibals makes his efforts to provide for his community david is not insane he hasn't been driven mad under his circumstance david is actually an affable human being but he has this one thing that makes him aberrant And under the circumstances given, he deserves what he gets in the end, which is to have Ellie kill him. But I would argue that David is not a bigger monster than Joel. Once again, we love Joel because we play as him. I love Joel. Uh, I find things about Joel to be uh, incredibly understandable because I'm a father too. But Joel's a monster. And then we carry that over into The Last of Us 2 where people were expecting to see the further adventures of Ellie and Joel. And, spoilers, as I said before, Joel is murdered almost immediately. And the story becomes about Ellie going on this unending quest of vengeance to to avenge Joel's passing. And we see some backstory where we see once again that although Joel considers Ellie his daughter, Ellie does not consider Joel her father. Once again, Joel to Ellie's family, under she understands that he's looking over her and she's grateful to him, but she does not trust him, as she should not. But he was taken from her at a time, uh, right after they had. we find out at the end of the story that uh, they had had a falling out, things did not go well, and they were not able to repair their situation before Joel was murdered. So Joel died knowing That Ellie wanted to give Joel a chance to repair their relationship, but that she was... He might not ever be able to do that. And he died believing that. And Ellie feels like a moment was stolen from him, or from her, because of that. And that's why the quest, the unending quest for vengeance, where Ellie, who also has PTSD like everybody else in the world does, uh, goes across country killing people, like literally, they they take the idea of uh, gaming where you you just kill people as a, a gameplay mechanic, and they actually they actualize that. They give uh, faces and voices to these these people. They humanize the people that you're killing, so that you're actually killing people, not just targets. And Everything that she learned about how to become the monster that she is in this game She learned from Joel. So not only was Joel damaged, but Joel passed on his damage to Ellie Generations of murder, and it's not like murder is something that's unique in this world And it's not like PTSD is something that's unique in this world. It's not everybody's a badass Everybody's a murderer everybody has PTSD a little casual conversation that Ellie has with her girlfriend Dina we find out that Dina, of course, has killed people and, of course, has been in dire straits herself many times. We talk to the other main character, Abby, and we inhabit the other main character, Abby, who people hate for some reason. oh well, well, it's not for some reason. It's because she's the one who killed Joel. But Abby has had a life of hardship uh, and combat. She's basically in guerrilla warfare and the community in which she lives with a another community and it's an ongoing guerrilla battle that's been going on for years and years. She's basically a citizen soldier under the circumstances given so she's killed lots of people. Uh, You can see that she's in huge gigantic buff fighting shape with people once again people seem to have a problem with but Abby's actually more in touch with her humanity than Ellie is but that's not the topic here. The topic is that Joel is a monster So even though we can sympathize with Joel, we can feel what he's feeling, and we can recognize that the actor, Troy Baker, is doing a magnificent job of inhabiting this character, Joel never had that redemption that you think he had, and Joel is not a hero. And I think that's it. Uh, There's probably more to that discussion, and I could sit down, I was actually going to sit down and do some research, but I didn't want too many external opinions to influence mine. So I guess just to say that uh, I love The Last of Us Part 1. It's one of my favorite games of all time. The Last of Us Part 2 is magnificent. I think the story is magnificent. It's too much. It could be stripped down. It's bloated, but it, it goes some interesting places. It tries to do some interesting things. I really appreciate it. That was today's episode. I'll have to think about something to talk about tomorrow. Thanks for listening.